uh, over the next several weeks, different aspects of Jesus's character that we're not only called to know about him, but we're called to reflect the character of Jesus in our own lives. And uh, there will be several times that I, I will get very pointed in this series and I will be directing it at the men of our church as men and as husbands, as fathers, as sons. Uh, and it's not a time for ladies to check out because uh, we, we really do have to understand the, the importance and it's not just partnership between man and woman, but the when when men begin to embody and lead with the the characteristics of Christ in their life, they even more need that helper that God made for them, and and never lose sight of the fact that God didn't take a small bone out of Adam's foot so that Eve would always be under his feet. He, he didn't take a, a, a small bone out of his hand to put Eve at arm's length. He took a rib so that Adam would never forget that Eve was created to protect the most vital parts of who he is. And, and on, on the journey as men to reflect who Christ is, and, and women, you need to reflect who Christ is in your life as well, because none of these characteristics are, are inherently boys only, okay? But, but the, the model in Scripture was that men would lead. And, and that is countercultural, that is counter to our society. And if that triggers you, then you need to get in the Word of God because the Word of God will trigger you as well. So that, that's kind of the disclaimer as we begin to jump into this series. Uh, knowing Jesus, John chapter 16. And I think I typed John and I really want Matthew. That's the kind of morning I'm having. I'm going to look, because if it's not what I want, it's not what I want. Matthew chapter 16. Ignore the board. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 is where we'll actually jump in. And it says, when Jesus came to this region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah. Others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And then he asked them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. And now I say that you are Peter which means rock. And upon this rock I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. In the King James Version, it says the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Okay, and, and that's going to become very important to what we're talking about this morning. 
And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. And then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was Messiah. Who do people say that I am? Okay, this is a this is a question that uh, it's it's very profound at the beginning of the year. Not only you know looking at it here in Scripture, looking at you know who do people say that Jesus is, but ask yourself that question: Who do people say that I am? And and if the the first thing that would come out of their mouth is not he's a Christian or she's a Christian. You begin to see where you have spent a lot of time building your identity. And, and that, that, that's not a judgmental statement because people don't look at me and say right away, you know, he's a pastor or he's a Christian. They... A lot of people, if you ask them who I am, well, he's a basketball coach at Buffalo. Or, oh yeah, that's, that's Daniel's little brother. And I'm not the little brother, but I get called that all the time. I'm older than him, I'm better looking, and I can still whoop him. And I'll say that right here on camera, you know. He wants to challenge me, we'll get in the octagon, we'll sell tickets. Okay? and as long as I'm living, I'm his older brother, and he can't get away from it, no matter what he does. And I'll quit cracking the ugly jokes. Mom will get mad. <clears throat> Mom watches sometimes, so we got to be careful. Uh, but who do people say that I am? And, and I want you to understand, stepping back into Scripture, if we get caught up in who the world says Jesus is, we're going to have such a limited scope and, and we will see a limited amount of who He is actively working in our life and working through our life because we will find His identity being crushed down into something way smaller and insignificant than it is. Jesus is so much more than our world has made Him to be. And, and sadly, the, the worldview of Jesus, and, and they try and label this into Christianity as well, is that he is just loving, gentle, kind, petting lambs Jesus. And, you know, we, we get the, the, the painting of him gently knocking at the door. You know, and, and I, I'm glad that painting's there because that is who he is. He is gentle, but he's so much more. And he is, was, and always will be who John the Revelator sees coming back riding a white horse with a sword coming out of his mouth to destroy the armies of the world. He's a righteous coming judge and king who is not going to come back as a gentle baby born in a manger. He was that same person when he was born in the manger. Okay, and, and we... We collapse this down so much that people try and write off when when Jesus went and tossed the tables in the temple. That that wasn't a 
a, a gentle, you know, Shakespearean actor moment of I will flip us thine table now. It it was a premeditated act where he he wove three strands of rope together to create a whip. I have watched my son duplicate that act in our backyard. It's a scary moment, even when it's a 12-year-old that's doing it. And, you know, we're talking a 30-plus year man weaves this together, and he goes in and... You know, I, I don't think he just necessarily grabbed tables and flipped them. He may have kicked some of them over. Chuck Norris had to learn a roundhouse somewhere. And he came and he drove them out with a whip. Anyone want to make that the way we leave church? You know, pastor drives you out with a whip. You know, the, there's a usual group of us that talk way, way after church sometimes. And, you know, is that how we want to... When Dale's ready to go and Dale wants to lock up the building, we're going to get Dale a whip to drive us out. You know, <clears throat> the, the view of who Jesus is cannot be restricted to just the loving and the grace. We have to understand that he is a God that demands righteousness and he has judgment reserved for those who will not accept him for who he is. And just like in their time, in the time of, of this account, the, the world has a really messed up idea of who Jesus is. There, there's a lot of people that believe that we as Christians come and we, we have Jesus as the genie in the bottle. Where we, we come and, and when we need something, we, we, we get really good and act holy and say and do the right things and poof, he answers prayer and and that's not how it works either. But this is a twofold question. Who do people say that I am? Who do they say that you are? And who do the people in your life say that Jesus is? And here's where it's going to hit you like a punch in the stomach. Who they say Jesus is, maybe because you're not really telling them who he is. Ouch. And then Jesus brings the question back home to the disciples. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Because here's the reality of eternity. It doesn't matter who your mom says Jesus is, who your dad says Jesus is, who your great-great-grandpa said Jesus was. When you stand before the great white throne of judgment, it's going to matter who, what, who you said Jesus is. Did you say that, yes, you're the Son of God. You died on the cross for my sins. You died on my cross that I deserved. And you walked out of the grave on the third day to show that God the Father had given you all authority in heaven and in earth. Because if you can't say that for you, it won't matter what mom and dad said. It won't matter what church you grew up in. It won't matter if you sang the songs. It won't matter if, if you were raised Pentecostal like me and you, you raised your hands and you got emotional and you cried. None of that will matter if you never said it in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God. If you never made your life about knowing Him, you missed it. 
Who do you say that I am? And, and I put the Greek up here for those great Greek scholars in the room. Uh, <clears throat> that, that translates the, the gates of hell. And uh, until I, I was studying this and going back just one more time this morning, you know, those fine tooth details, I, I'd never really looked at what the gates of hell were. And, and I thought about putting this great picture from Lord of the Rings where there's this big gate uh, that, that, that's in the movie that they, they decide, no, we're not going to go that way. Uh, if you've seen the movie, if you haven't, uh, it's well worth your time. But I'd always pictured these big gates like you would see in the old fortified cities that could only be opened from the inside. And, and, and when I began to read and study a little bit about it more, the, the gates that are referenced here are similar to the gates of a prison. And not just a prison, but a vast prison. And... And when I read that, God just broke something in me. Because the world we live in is broken. And it's a vast prison with many gates that are keeping people bound up in the prisons of sin and addiction. And, and it even got brought up just... Uh, Another little nugget in Sunday school where, where, you know, we, uh, the, the, I'm not exactly sure how it was said, but it was something about how people, you know, they get set free from, from these prisons and then they just willingly walk back in and become a prisoner again. And, and I mean, that is a, a picture of addiction in a nutshell. And, and the world around us is full of these prisons that people find themselves in. And when we know who Jesus is, that Jesus is the Son of God, Jesus said that knowledge, the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. You can walk into the middle of someone else's addiction and open their eyes to the reality of who Jesus Christ is. And the gates that are holding them prisoner will not prevail against the Word of God. In your own life, if you're, if you're finding yourself falling through a, a struggle where you continually cycle back into this struggle with, with sin... You need to take a moment and realize that the gates of hell will not prevail against you. That when you know who Jesus is, He's right there with you ready to walk out the prison gates. And, and what happens if we become a church full of people who... Don't see people by the label of their prison or their addiction. But we see people as a soul who I need to go kick in the gates. 
and introduce them to the one that will set them free to walk out. I want you to understand, you cannot drag somebody out of sin or addiction. But you can walk in and hand them the key. The, the struggle sometimes in, in the church world today is, is, is the same struggle the Pharisees had. And, and the reason the Pharisees were ineffective for the kingdom of God is because they viewed everyone who was struggling as unclean and unworthy or a, a detriment to their reputation. Well, I can't be seen with so-and-so. I'm telling you, if, if word gets around that your pastor is hanging out with the town drunk, don't think anything of it, okay? Because somebody's got to go kick in the gates. Well, I, I could never... I could, well, well, that's so-and-so, you know, they, they, they're a convicted felon. Well... If they're back amongst the general population, you know, they need someone to step through that other set of gates that are binding them and introduce them to the freedom that is in Jesus Christ. There's a vast prison full of people who are stuck because no one's willing to bring a key. No one's willing to meet them where they are. You want, a, you want a ministry? Here it is. You have a prison ministry every day because people around you are locked up in different cells in this prison that is this life. It's not always a, a, a sin. We'll, we'll put the quotes around it. How many people do you meet every day that are fighting depression? I just need somebody to step into that cell with them. And tell them you're loved, you're valued. God sent His only Son for you. There is a hope beyond this life. There's a hope beyond the darkness of today. And I'm here to share Him with you. His name is Jesus. Families that are hurting. You see it every day. We live in a world that's so broken, yet, yet we walk around in freedom with no purpose. That's the greatest struggle of, of young people today is they're, they're always, well, what's my purpose? And that, that's why this younger generation has a higher suicide rate than any before it, because no one is speaking to the purpose of their life. And let me tell you this, your, your purpose is very simple. If you woke up with breath, God has a purpose for you. And according to the Word of God, you can do anything that you're willing to pay the price and work hard to do. So you have potential. So what happens if you take that purpose and that potential and you lay it in the hands of Jesus and you say, Lord, give me today what you want me to do. Give me my daily bread. Because the, the Bible's very clear. If you don't work, you don't eat. What happens if you put that bread right back in the hands of Jesus and say, I want to work for this today. What's it look like? Who, who do I need to go see today? 
Who do I need to speak to today? Who do I need to just reach out on the phone with a text message and encourage them? Who do I need to take it a step farther when, when I say, how's your day going? And they give you the, oh, I'm good, I'm fine. How many times do you take it a step farther by the leading of the Holy Spirit and say, really? Really? Because if you need to talk, let's go grab coffee. You know, really, there, there's that project that you just need an extra set of hands for and you think everybody's too busy. I'll drop what I'm doing and I'll come hold the ladder. It doesn't always have to be a sermon for you to kick in the gates of hell. Sometimes it just has to be a small sacrifice of your time. Knowing Jesus is the Son of God is all it will take to begin a prison break for every struggle we encounter. Any of you ever watch any movies or TV shows about breaking out of prison? Well, one of my absolute favorites, it's a, it's a movie from the late 90s called The Rock. And Sean Connery, which, you know, you get two actors of completely different scale in this movie together, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. You know, you have really smooth Sean Connery, then you have Nick Cage! But the, these two guys are having to break back into a prison to stop a terrorist attack. This is like, this is man movie on overload. And, and I look at it and I think, we're the ones who have been set free from these prisons. We're called to break back in to show other people how to get out. Because what good is freedom if you just keep it for yourself. You know, the, the founding of our nation was built on people who wanted freedom to live their life in, in, on their terms and to worship and to serve God how they wanted. Where would we be today if, if they had just ran away from the struggle and said, you know, I can find my freedom here rather than work and fight and, and scrape with other people to bring freedom. And the, the crazy thing about it is when you begin to, to help others with their prison break by introducing them to Jesus, you're just going to keep finding one more. And more and more of them will start to gravitate towards what they're seeing going on in your life. And then you'll have that moment after moment after moment where you won't be asking anymore the, the, the question of, of who Jesus is in your life because He'll be answering it for you. And, and you won't have to wonder who people say that you are. Because when you repeatedly walk into other people's mess with the message of hope, it won't always be received, you won't always be liked, but you'll be remembered. 
maybe people say that you're Elijah. Maybe they'll, they'll say you're John the Baptist. Or maybe, just maybe, they'll look at you and say, you know, that guy, he knows Jesus. He's just like him. He really is a son of God. Because at the end of this life, I, I don't just want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. I want to hear welcome home, son. Because that's the purpose. Being so much like Jesus that that you ever been confused with your other sibling? You know, I, I want to be so much like Jesus that I get the same kind of hug from Him, from, from God the Father that Jesus gets. That'd be so cool. <laughs> because Jesus wouldn't be jealous. Because we brought Him glory. We live in a world with many souls in prison and we can give them the keys to walk out of those cells. But we have to be willing to go. Heavenly Father, thank You for today. Lord, thank You, Jesus, that You are the Son of God. That You are so, so much more than the world would make You out to be. Lord, we just ask that as we as we leave this place and we go our separate ways, if there's anyone here that doesn't know you or anyone tuning in online, catching the replay, Lord, that they would reach out and let us make that introduction. And Lord, if they can't find find it in their heart to do that, that they would just ask you to make yourself real and powerful in their life that they would know deep in their heart that you, Jesus, are the Son of God and that you died on the cross for, for every sin that they would ever commit and that you are the one who forgives sin and that you're the one who rose on the third day giving them hope of life eternal with you. Lord, help us to, to take that knowledge and to go and to create prison breaks in the lives of our friends and loved ones. And Lord, to, to permanently leave behind the, the prisons that you have walked us out of so that we can show others what freedom is. In Jesus' name, amen.